Well, good day to you and welcome to another day of these audio devotions where I take a chapter of the Bible, read through it, and add a little bit, just a little bit of explanation application. I try to be brief, so reach out to me with any questions that you may have, any questions about the text. I love tackling questions, so don't hesitate. We're going through a chapter of the Old Testament a day and a chapter of the New Testament another day, and we're on John chapter 9. John chapter 9 today. Remember that John's gospel is the last gospel or uh, written probably around like 90 AD. All the gospels were written within about 70 years of Jesus's life, uh, death and resurrection, at least 70 years after Jesus' death and resurrection, should I say. And that's a proof of, of, of it, of Jesus. It's a proof. It was They were all composed so quickly. So anyways, John chapter 9, healing of a man born blind. Um, it's interesting. John chapter 9 is a man born blind and John 10 is Jesus the good shepherd who cares for the people? John chapter 9. As Jesus passed by, he saw a man blind from birth, and his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he would be born blind? They thought that uh, that if you had things like that, it was because of sin. Jesus answered, it was neither that this man sinned nor his parents, but it was so that the works of God might be displayed in him. We must work, while, we must work the works of him who sent me as long it is, as it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am, while I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So once again, Jesus says, I am the, he is the light of the world. And think about light back in that day and age. You know, they didn't have electric lighting. I read a wonderful, interesting book a few years ago called Night and Times Past. And before electric lighting, everything was different in the world. And if you just think about that and this metaphor that Jesus uses, that he is a light of the world. He lights things up, you know, verse six. When he had said this, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle and applied to the, uh, the clay to his eyes, to the man's eyes. And said to him, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. So he, sent, he went away and washed and came back seeing. Therefore, the neighbors and those who previously saw him as a beggar were saying, is not this the one who used to sit and beg? Others were, others were saying, this is he. Still others were saying, no, but he is like him. He kept saying, I am the one. So the man is actually saying, yes, I am the one. I was the beggar. I was the one blind. But now I see this is testimonial of evangelism. He's sharing the gospel, sharing about Jesus through a testimony. So they were saying to him, how then were your eyes open? How were your eyes open? He answered, the man who is called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said to me, go to Siloam and wash. So I went away and washed and I received sight. They said to him, where is he? He said, I do not know. They brought to the Pharisees, the man who was formerly blind. Now it was a Sabbath it was a Sabbath on the day when Jesus made the clay and opened his eyes. Now, does that seem familiar? Once again, Jesus is healing on the Sabbath. By the Old Testament law, by the way, they were able to do um, emergency type things on the Sabbath, like help a neighbor. Uh, uh, I think one of the case studies in the Old Testament was they were allowed to uh, help an, an ox or a cow or something that was trapped on the Sabbath. They were allowed to do that on the Sabbath. Um but by Pharisees' tradition, and, and the Pharisees made tradition equal to Scripture, tradition equal to Scripture, and by Pharisees' tradition, it was sin to make clay on the Sabbath. You also could not refill your lamp with oil and, and do other things on the Sabbath. Now, that's not in the law of Moses. It's not in what's called the Pentateuch or the Torah. It's not in Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. It was tradition. Okay, now verse 15. 
Then the Pharisees also were asking him again how he received his sight. And he said to them, he applied clay to my eyes and I wash and I see. That's the second time he said this. Therefore, some of the Pharisees were saying, this man is not from God because he does not keep the Sabbath. But others were saying, how can a man who is a sinner perform such signs? And there, were, there was a division among them. So they said to the blind man again, what do you say about him? Since he opened your eyes and he said he is a prophet. The Jews then did not believe it of him, that he had been blind and, and had received sight until they called the parents of the very one who had received sight. So now they're going to interrogate the parents of the man who was blind but now sees. And questioning them, saying, is this your son who you say was born blind? Born blind. And how does he see now? How does he now see? Uh, his parents answered them and said, we know that this is our son. And that he was born blind. But how he now sees, we do not know. Or opened his, or who opened his eyes, we do not know. Ask him. He is of age. He will speak of himself. He's an adult. Ask him. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jews. For the Jews had already agreed that if anyone confessed him to be Christ, he was to be put out of the synagogue. For this reason, his parents said, he is of age. Ask him. So a second time they called the man who had been blind and said to him, give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. He then answered, whether he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. So they're trying to say Jesus is a sinner. And the blind man, the man who was blind has been healed, is now saying, I don't know if he's a sinner. What I do know is I was blind and now I see. It's a comical exchange right here. So they said to him, what did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I told you already. I told you already. And you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? You do not want to become his disciples too, do you? Now, that's very comical. They're trying to accuse Jesus, and he's saying, you don't want to become his disciples too, do you? They reviled him and said, you are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know that God has spoken to Moses, but as for this man, we do not know where he is from. The man answered and said to them, well, here is an amazing thing, that you do not know where he is from, and yet he opened my eyes. So now this man saying, you don't even know where he is from, but he opened my eyes. We know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is God-fearing and does his will, he hears them. Since the beginning of time, it has never been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a person born blind. If this man were not from God, he could do nothing. They answered him, you were born entirely in sins, and are you teaching us? So they put him out. So now they put the man who had been healed out. Jesus heard that they had put him out, and finding him, he said, do you believe in the Son of Man? Now, that's him. Jesus is using this, this description of himself, the Son of Man, which goes back to Ezekiel and Daniel. He answered, Who is he, Lord, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have both seen him, and he is the one who is talking with you. Jesus is saying he is him. And he said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. Lord, I believe, and he worshipped him. And Jesus said, For judgment I came into this world, so that those who do not see may see, and, and that those who see may become blind. In other words, those who reject him or, and do not believe are going to become more blind. And those who, who, didn't, who, those who were in humility before and, and lacked understanding are going to see and understand him. Verse 40. Those of the Pharisees who were with him heard these things and said to him, We are not blind too, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But since you say we see, your sin remains. So Jesus honors that humility and coming to him, recognizing we need help. We need help. And he came to give us help. And he saved us. Worship him today. Have a good day. And God bless.